0: hey good morning uh welcome to another exciting episode of the honest teacher my name is lunchbox um i am a special education teacher in the midwest i chose the pseudonym because i do love teaching i do love my students i i love education um however i say a lot of shit that could get you know let's be honest get me in trouble and could kind of expose some of my students so I really just use my pseudonym to keep keep everyone okay. Okay, so I haven't recorded all summer long. In fact, maybe in June I started. Um, but I figured now is the perfect time. So let's kind of back up a bit. So I am a special education teacher. I have been a special education teacher since 2011. Um, recently, last year actually... I took a position in my school as what's known as a consulting teacher. I work with the staff members, the new teachers in particular, and help them plan for the school year and kind of navigate their way through the school year and navigate their way through what it's like to work for our school, which we work with very high needs kids that require a lot of assistance. So... That was <coughs> that was my job last year. Um, really dug it. Really really nice job. And I butt heads with the administration because I'm also a union co-president. And they don't always appreciate the fact that I tell the teachers that they don't always have to do a thousand percent, which is what they want from us. Um, my position became vital in the spring when the— I guess it was the winter at that point too, when the shutdown of our schools began due to the pandemic. <clears throat> I was communicating with them on a regular basis, helping them out, um, helping them get through. I also had lessons to do myself. I did social skills lessons um, with some of our higher functioning autism students, just kind of like, here's what it's like to be a good friends, um, emotion regulation, you know, shit like that. Um, you know, I didn't really have to do all the stuff that teachers had to do, but I, you know, I was spending a lot of time doing union work and we also had negotiations for a new contract that I was involved in. So, uh, I stay busy as well. (sighs) Fast forward to this year, um, I've made it well known that administration and I do not, do not get along. They've always been snakes and they don't have the They utilize a high level of cognitive dissonance to ignore the fact that I am as combative as I am because of the experience I had when I first started here. Um, You know, if you want to know what happened to me, I think you can go back to previous episodes and check it out. But I'm a very hardened person. And this summer, I was preparing to come back here and work with the teachers. And I... Kept an open communication with the administration. You know, hey, let me know what I can do to help. I'm planning this stuff. Nothing. Um, Two weeks ago, I was informed that due to um, the fact that they couldn't hire new teachers, that I would be returning to the classroom, returning to actually my old classroom, (coughs) but with a younger crowd this time. Um, You know, that in itself... It's not upsetting because I'm still a certified teacher. I am okay with doing it. Um, It's just the fact that they waited until damn near the end of July to tell me. And I feel it was a setup. I feel that they purposely did that shit to rattle me. Um, I was also told at the time that... I could continue to see teachers in an informal manner, but that would, all intents and purposes, be a classroom teacher. And I actually had to force administration to admit that they would not be changing my title. That I am still the consulting teacher. That as soon as they hire new teachers, I would be put back in my normal position. And they agreed to that. So... (coughs) Now I'm under the process of setting up a classroom, and I am fucking terrified. Um, it's going to be weird. Um, I have, I, the only thing I know right now is that I'm going to be doing all digital work. Luckily, about four years ago, three, four years ago, I went full digital for a full semester with my kids. I prepped them throughout the fall to get ready that it was going to happen and when we came back from Christmas it was all digital for the rest of the year and I learned a lot during that time I learned how to plan lessons I learned how to record videos I learned how to do a lot of shit um, but I am still like I just now was able to start getting in and setting up my room and I am really fucking stressed Um, So if you're really, if you're feeling stressed, I am as well. Um, My wife, I use her as a confidant. She brought up a really good point that I'm stressed and I have 11 years of experience. Um, There's teachers with, that have less than three years of experience that are working with us. Teachers that are brand new. You know, we're still going to be having new teachers come in, even though we're three to four teachers short this year. <sighs> um, I guess right now I've been saying my saving grace is that um, two, four, seven, Okay, we are planning to be five-hour days. So one thing I can say as well is I am lucky enough to live in a state with government leadership that has taken – the pandemic seriously, and has face mask regulations, has distancing regulations, has remote learning regulations set up, that should we (coughs) be forced to make a change, you know, it's not going to be that big of a shock to the system. Um, You know, I know plenty of teachers working in states like Texas that do not have these safety protocols in place but i am now setting up a classroom for uh right now all of my students are fourth graders but knowing my school that shit will change um they always bring in new kids they always um move kids around so i am fully prepared that this isn't going to stay the way it is um you know, we work in with uh, kids that do have emotional disabilities that don't know how to regulate their emotions that need to be restrained at times, physical restraint. We have very strict laws in this in our state about how to do it in documenting, and you know, it's not like we restrain just for you know. It's always the last resort, but what do we do if you know we have to restrain a child like this is shit that we have to worry about um I'm also cognizant that my my school my administration team has been kind of undermining some of the things that I have to do for this position so they clearly do not want me in this position anymore and they are I feel actively working to push me away um (sighs) the school that I'm assigned to, we actually do, we did receive, um, some scheduling today. So I have to, so I can think about that, but like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, school starts in two weeks. Luckily, um, you know, I've got some time to work things out, I am a type of person that needs to plan. I need to put things out on paper. I need to see my plans. And so I have to do all that. Plus set up a classroom. Um, I have a certain caliber of quality that I put on myself that takes time to develop each year. And this is a shot to the system. And again... I am not a big conspiracy theory guy, but I I know my administration, and I know this was done intentionally to rattle me. And it's kind of pissing me off, but every time that they have done some shit like this where it's obvious that it's got ulterior motives, I have r- risen to the occasion every single time. And I feel like I'm going to this time. Um... I guess another added layer is that I have begun discussing with my wife returning to school for a, to get my administration degree. Um, This is like multifaceted where um, we're not really sure, you know, I don't need to get it, but I can help the family more. Um, (coughs) Okay. So let's look at what I know for, our school, and what I have to do. So we're required to do six-foot distancing between the kids. We're required that the kids do not share supplies. The kids, things get washed off. My kids are going to be here five hours a day. They get out here at eight ten and leave at one ten. Um, They will not go to specials. Um, the school that I'm in, they... You know we need to eliminate as much cross-contamination as possible so it's understandable they do not want our kids pushing in and out of their kids and so my kids will be in here for five hours i we do have access to and we are encouraged to take the kids outside as much as possible so I think I will be doing now probably having my classroom assistants (coughs) take a few of the kids that I can trust with them out for some lessons, probably on whiteboards or on the laptops that we have. Um, You know, they can't play on the playground equipment. So that's a bit of a change, too. (laughs) Um, You know, we are kids. Some might not understand why they can't, you know, when we get to playground stuff, you know, they they're not supposed to share equipment. So like basketball, I assume basketball might be out, but I don't know. You know, I'll have to see. You know, tag. I don't let my kids play tag, you know, My rule of mine is that my kids don't touch each other. I don't let them give hugs. I don't let them give high fives. I don't let them tag. Um I have noticed that my kids I've mostly had I've mostly had students with autism. They're unable to <laughs> vocalize when they've had enough of a certain activity like tag or if they don't want to play anymore they don't really speak up for themselves very well and they act out you know when they've had enough of something it's not like they're able to say hey I think I'm done no they get upset and start to be physical so we don't want that so I can't you know, I don't that's why I don't allow any physical contact. Um, whew, um I I have to print out all my students' IEPs. I don't really know these kids. I've worked around them for the last couple of years, but I don't know them. I think they're all grade level. If they're all grade level, that means that I only have to plan for fourth grade work. Um in the past I have had kids on a wide variety of levels, and you know, if I've had if I had sixth, seventh, and eighth graders, I have to schedule for (coughs) some on the second grade level. I've had I've had eighth graders that are learning how to read, so that's not great. Um, You know, I don't I may not have to do that, so that may be a little easier. Um, You know, our my school is. Right now, using all the right words about being supportive towards teachers and (coughs) helping them through this, Uh, one thing that I am glad to see that if we have to be remote, like if we are quarantined or if we get sick, that we are going to be able to work from home if possible. So... If we're well enough to work from home, we can and we don't have to take sick time. I realize that there are a lot of schools that, if the teacher gets sick, they do not have that security. They are required to use sick time. Um, you know, we're not in that position, so that's good. <sighs> um, you, know, you know, I also have a, you know, I've, I'm going to have my own classroom. But I also understand that I'm going to have all these new teachers that are going to need support as well that I have to think about. How am I going to support them? <sighs> um, you know, I, we live in an area that our state has kind of like regions and sections of the state broken apart where if one area starts screwing up and getting high testing rates high hospital rates that that portion of the state can go into a more restrictive lockdown until they get it fixed while the rest of the state doesn't have to. And my area are (coughs) renowned anti-maskers and we're about to probably wind up going through a secondary shutdown. So, I may be full remote. If that's the case, then I feel it might be a little easier. But what I can do in the meantime is set up my daily routine to kind of mimic a remote setting. I also have students in my classroom this year that are known destroyer of worlds. They are known to tear things up. In fact, one of the students that are in here this year systematically destroyed multiple facets of the classroom last year. And as an outsider coming to the classroom, I found that very frustrating because there was so much stuff in here that the student was able to pretty much really just tear things up. And part of the administration team this year feels that if a student wants to destroy things, you should just let them that it's okay. As long as they're not hurting people, And that's going to be a problem because I do not feel that way. Um, I spend a lot of time putting together a classroom. The other students in here deserve nice things. And no student has the right to destroy just because they're upset. So I know I'm going to get pushback on that. But that's something that I cannot be bothered with. So what I'm doing now is... I'm systematically removing everything from the classroom. My classroom is going to have nothing on the walls. It's going to have nothing that can be thrown or pushed around other than a couple of tables and chairs. Um, Because I'm also cognizant of the fact that at any time we could be forced to go to remote learning. And what's the point of setting up a classroom if it's just going to be shut down. You know, I don't really see the point of setting up in a huge, huge classroom and putting 12 hours of labor into it. If I'm either not going to be there or if the students aren't, because right now there's talk also that if our schools are required to go to remote learning, that our students would still either be present in the classroom since they're special ed or, we will be required to come to the classroom <coughs> um, For our schedule time That's not been ironed out I don't know how I feel about that as a union leader But right now That's kind of where we are um, You know, I wanted to record this today Because, you know I think it's important to share that I am fucking scared um, I have a very weak immune system I got really deathly ill twice this summer um, with various symptoms of like the COVID, but I was tested towards the end of July, and and I was actively sick at the time, and I didn't have it, and I got very sick, and I'm still suffering with a cough still from when I got sick in July, so what happens if I get sick? I don't want to get sick with this shit. Um, you know, I was one of my students get sick. My classroom assistants are in their sixties. One of my classroom assistant sisters just passed away from a heart disorder. What happens if they get sick? What happens if they get, you know, if they get it? and they, I don't want to bury a coworker because our school is too stubborn to just close the fuck down. That could be a reality. So, if you're terrified, if you're scared, if you don't know what you're going to do, you are not alone. And I know there's thousands and millions of teachers like me, like you, that aren't sure what to do. Um, you know, I hope you have a strong union. We have, um, you know, I am the union co-president of our local and we have negotiated a lot with our school. Uh, We didn't push back on a lot of the opening plans because they were reasonable. One thing we did push back on was evaluations. We felt that our staff should not be evaluated in full terms. You know, we got them to remove a couple of the components. You know, we still want the staff evaluated because you know, if we have an ineffective staff member, we want to be able to identify that person and you know how we can help them. But we did not feel that a f- full blanket evaluation is warranted, and the administration agreed. And we negotiated that. And I'm currently opening up negotiations for possible restraints. What are they going to do to protect us? You know, because when we're restraining a child, we are within inches of their face, and I have been spat on, I have been coughed on, I have been bitten you know that's par for the course that's just part of being a special education teacher i understand um in normal years is disgusting in this year it could be deadly so you know i want to at least have a discussion about that um there's a couple um, several districts around us have gone to formal learning and one of the districts around us the the high school teachers pinned a letter that they are demanding that they be allowed to go to for remote learning because they don't feel that the school has put together a plan effective enough to protect them. Um, I support that school. I support their union. With that, I don't feel like we're in the same boat because we do have a good plan. We do have pretty good communication with the head of the school. Um so I don't feel like we need to demand to go to remote. I don't think it could happen because we are a special ed. We'd have to, you know, show minutes and IEPs and stuff like that. So it's a little different for us, but um <clears throat> you know, we are we're getting there. Um I'm really now looking forward to having school open. Um I get if you don't feel it's that big of a deal but you know i do feel it's a big deal i do feel that we need to protect our kids as much as possible um this isn't just the flu this is something insidious something worse than the flu you know and we have to plan accordingly for that so okay this has been kind of therapeutic um one of the classes I took when I was getting my bachelor's degree way back in 2007, um, the instructor had said one of the easiest and best ways to help yourself through a problem is to talk about it is to just put your feelings out in the ether and, you know, let it be known and, and, You can come up a lot of times with your own solutions and, you know, talking to you all right now, I feel it's kind of helping me. I told my wife when I was driving into my school this morning, um, I felt a tightening in my chest and I recognized that it's kind of like a panic attack. And I felt that way because, you know, I feel all this stress and pressure coming down on me right now with the school year. And you know, I wanted to. I have to work my way through that. If I don't, it will consume me. And I definitely do not want to be can, be consumed by this stress. So, therefore, I had to talk through it. And I appreciate you letting me do that. I appreciate you being here so I can vent. Um, I'm probably going to go back to recording. Probably like once a week or once every other week, once the school year starts, because you should hear from another voice like mine. It's not all fucking motherfucking pumpkins and fucking puppy dogs. You know, it's real shit. This is not going to be fun. There's no pos. there's no fucking amount of positive thinking that's going to fix this shit. It's going to be rough. Kids are going to hate it. Adults are going to hate it. We're all going to fucking hate it. But we have to get through it and we can only do it by working through it and by being real with it so be real don't be afraid to say fuck this don't be afraid to say i've fucking had enough cuz you will be there at that point at some you'll be there at some point don't worry about it i'm there with you we're going to we're going to get through this it's not going to be fun it's not going to be easy but we're going to get through it okay Um, you know, I hope that you're doing well, hope you're being safe, hope that you're healthy. Um, above all, I hope that you go out there and you do what you do. You keep kicking ass and you don't let this shit consume you because I'm there with you. Okay. Go kick some ass. Thanks.